Some people clap on a one and three. Some people clap on a two and four. Some people don't join at all because they got no rhythm, and that's all right. Some people, they drink too much. Some people don't drink enough. Some people are just like me. I hope y'all forgive them. I'm like Scott and Tommy Corbins. I'm like Pete Southtown, Zan Zan. I'm always speaking my mind, but I'm better off by my tongue. I'm a bad show at the wrong time. Still, I'm a legend of my own mind. I'm good for the song, but I'm not for Welcome to another episode of Two Ales and Hockey Tales with Wally. And today, I am so excited to have on a 57-year-old from Winnipeg, Manitoba, Canada. Her hockey journey has for sure taken her to Canada and the USA. She is the first shed mom and has been running a muck of motherhood since 89, where she brought an ultimate shed guy into the world, Bryce Reddick. And then promptly stuck him in the Stanley Cup after winning it all with the Edmonton Oilers. She raised a winner who has went on to win two playoff and a league championship titles with my Cardiff Devils and became a multiple shed guy. And just helped sell avoid relegation in Germany. And I got to have a pint with him in the cabina and the fellas. Um, and now I get to have a pint with his ma. Welcome to the shed, Melissa Rock. <laughs> Thank you, Rock. 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 <laughs> Rock. So, can he get his German pass if it sounds like that? Um. Well, we've been working on it. <laughs> that would be beneficial to him. I know about some of that stuff, but I couldn't get it. And if it says if it sounded Rock, then I'm thinking Bryce maybe could be um, a Deutsches Spieler. Oh, we. Yeah, uh, no, I was gonna say we oui, that's French. That's French. You're yeah, you're talking. Yeah, that's actually what happened to me when I started learning German is I used to have some French because I was in immersion and I lost it all when I got into German. I, every time I'd try and say something in French, German would come out. It's crazy. Yeah, I did the same thing in school. I took French in school and uh you don't lo- use it, you lose it. That that and it's the same with exercising, I found out after hockey. <laughs> <laughs> So I get into how we know each other. Um, you're Bryce's mom, and Bryce is a multiple-time shed guy, right? Yes, yes, yes. Bryce is my little boy well, who grew up. You uh, did a good job. I really like him. He's ultimate shed guy. Yeah, you know? he's, a, he's, a good, he's a good good guy. Good he really guy. is. Yeah, seems like a good teammate, good guy. Just, you know. So um, anyways... How else we know each other is, I don't know when it was, it was a while ago. You reached out and said, ever thought about having a shed guy's mom on? And I thought, yeah, but that I thought was going to be a joke. (laughs) Really? Oh, I don't joke around. I joke, but I'm not joking. Okay. (laughs) Oh, I just thought, you know, everybody always gets the acclimates for the guys, the, the dads and everything. But what about the moms? I agree. And actually, my response was, I would want, I would love to do it. And um, and then when I checked, when the research team got a bit hot, you've been in the hockey game for a long time. But um, I said I had to have my mom on first. Well, I offered my mother episode three hundred, and she turned me down. <laughs> <laughs> and she said she doesn't want to do it. And I said, why? It'd be fun. And she says, I I I I don't I. I'm not interesting to talk to. I don't want to, I, I'm not, I don't have anything to say. And I thought I'll just well, ask. Well, maybe questions. after she hears me, after she hears me, she'll want to get on to the next one. Right. And we would have so much to talk about and how all the things she had to do to get me through hockey. And I'm sure you were going through all that stuff too, right? Yeah. I was like a single mom when I did mine. Well, I could imagine. Cause I saw how busy, um, well, the research team got hot on Bryce's old man, Pokey Reddick. And um, he played for a lot of teams between 89 when Bryce was born and like 99. There was a lot of teams in there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I always knew where I was. I just had to look at Pokey's itinerary and see, oh, that's where we were that year. Mm-hmm. So it, I, I've been thinking, uh, 
it's weird because everybody that comes to the shed, I got totally different questions for, uh, but the game's changed a ton. Um, so if I'm figuring it out here, you get, you're from Winnipeg, I mentioned. So you guys met yep. in Winnipeg when he's playing for the Jets in about 86-ish. We met in, actually, it was the worst blizzard here in 86, exactly, yeah. And um, He was playing for the Jets then. Right, he played for the Jets. And then little fella Bryce comes out, um, and he's been a Jet for like three years back in 89, right? And then he goes through a lot of teams after that. <laughs> well, what happened was actually right after Bryce was born, and we bought a house here, um, I was coming home um, from my mom's and I heard on the radio that uh, Pokey Reddick had just been traded to the Edmonton Oilers. And, and I was you, just You heard it on the radio that your husband I had heard been it on the radio. <laughs> I heard it on the radio that he got traded. Yeah. We had just bought a house. I just had a, a baby and it's time to go again. Uh, so that I, was the story of my life after that. I can imagine. Um, and the hockey world is a tough one that way. Um, there's so many people that like, you don't have a home and then the people that get into coaching continue that lifestyle, you know? Yeah. And that's exactly where he wants to go. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's it's, if you got to, to have the right to get as far as you want to go, if you're competitive, you got to move. Right. Yeah, well, I think, you know, I think this really helped him when he was younger, moving so much. It sort of just made him, you know, ready for change for when he actually did play hockey and he had to move away and then move to different countries and sort of, you know, that lifestyle of when we were younger, when he was younger, it, you know, so, he had to so change. So you and Bryce would be like, you guys did move as a family wherever the trades may happen because there were like, yep. there were teams there where, this was also interesting for me was that's back when there's an AHL and IHL. So that means like I'm looking at when the research team's hot nowadays, if you get sent down for the NHL, it's one AHL team and that's where you are. He yeah. was playing between the AHL and the IHL and he was playing like the same amount of games on both teams. Like talk about not being able to set up shop in one town, right? Oh, I didn't even buy a toaster. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know what though and it, it, it's and funny because there. well it brings back memories for me too right with my wife because <laughs> i mean she had to go with the flow too and um yeah like i started out in dayton and she was still in school and then the next year we decide we're going to florida and then we end up going to germany and then we're switching german towns and um it's you're right like you don't buy a toaster the team just gives you a toaster and if in if you're in europe in north america you don't get anything right <laughs> yeah no but it was it was um i mean i think it was good for him because it gave him the opportunity to uh, experience this with other players and and now going around and where he plays different places you know people know his dad and you know there's connections there and um especially yeah. in Europe and he gets to see a lot of pla different places, you know, things that you would never ever be able to see if you were in just a normal job. Well, that's what hockey does. I think about it all the time is the way I started this and the way I can have so many different folks on from all over is because of hockey. I would have never met the people I've met if it wasn't for hockey. And it's a yeah. pretty powerful thing. Um, another way we know each other um, not to get sidetracked here. But I know you're, um, and Bryce spent time there, and I, I don't know where he would consider home home, but Vegas just won the Stanley Cup. And um, I know yes. you're a Vegas fan, aren't you? Well, we lived there for, I lived there for 25 years. 25? Um, I, raised, I raised my kids there, my daughter. I raised her there. She was one when we left. Um, I think we were in Cincinnati then, I'm not too sure. Bryce was, I think, four and uh, yeah, I, I raised them there. They were playing all their sports there. And, um, you know, Bryce at one point in time was playing hockey, soccer, uh, baseball. And I just told him when, at one point in time he had to choose because I was driving from place to place to place to place. 
And uh, yeah, Vegas was my home for many years. And uh, the kids still think it's their home because Pokey's there with his and, wife. And uh, and that's what I thought was that he considered that like home, right? That's where like he would go back to probably. Yeah. If, yeah. yeah. It's, it's home. I guess it's both of their home bases. You know, for me, I just wherever my, my pillow is, that's where my home is. Yeah, I get that too. Um, it's interesting when you bring up driving all over the place was literally when we were trying to figure out when we could do this. I just pulled in from my son's baseball game and uh, this that was his third ever baseball game. And I tell you, it's a whole different vibe than being a hockey dad is being a baseball dad. <laughs> you know? Yeah, oh, exactly. It's a whole different thing. Like I sat there so relaxed. Like I tell you, I could have, I don't know. I could have fell asleep, but I was also kind of into the game, but then they made him the pitcher and like, this is, so his second game ever, they put him at pitcher and he did pretty well. Then the, this third game, he's pitcher again and he goes out there and then things aren't going his way. The umps making very strange calls. And all of a sudden I'm like right into this thing. And I'm like, you know, you can see him out there. He's trying so hard and he's not getting outs and he's not getting calls. And it was wild to watch as a, a, a dad. Um, totally different than hockey. <laughs> oh, yeah, because hockey's got lots of action in there. You yeah. just get right in there. Yeah, and baseball, there was nothing happening. And I, like, nothing happened until he was the pitcher. And then I was like, holy moly, I can't believe how into this I am. <laughs> it, it <laughs> well, was funny. stressful, too. It was. Every pitch you're hanging on to when it's your kid, right? <laughs> Oh, exactly. Well, you all always want them to do the best that they can do. So actually, Bryce was phenomenal, phenomenal baseball player when he was younger. I wish he would have picked that. He was just he's a bit of an athlete, 10 times better isn't he? than hockey. Oh, my gosh. All around athlete, always soccer. He was always, you know, I, I was the one, one mom. I was that mom that was in the hockey stands yelling, score another goal. I'll buy you more chicken nuggets. You know, <laughs> I'm, I'm I was that type of mom, you know, score another goal in baseball or, or soccer or whatever, you know. It, so, yeah, but, uh, yeah, you got to do the best at whatever you're doing, right? Yeah. I, and then yeah. I had my daughter and she didn't want to go anywhere near the ice. She was just like, nope, I've really? been there enough and I don't want to go anywhere near it. So, yeah, I my daughter's on the fence, right? She wants to do competitive gymnastics. She's made the team now, but then she also wants to play hockey because it's more of a team thing. And I don't know. I, I mean, it's tough because I want her to be on a team. And like the other night, she just asked me to practice hockey again. And it felt great. But I mean, she really likes gymnastics too, but it's such a different vibe in every sport you play. Oh, yeah. such a different vibe. Yeah. As long as they like it and they're good at it. I think that's the main thing. And the main thing is being on a team because even though, and I think Bryce has said this before too, that when you're on a team, especially when you start when you're younger, I mean, the parents get to know the parents and these kids grow up with each other and they're still friends from when they were like five, six years old. Hockey's a, like I baseball's a good culture too, for teammates wise and all that, but, and hockey, like it's the friendships you have for the rest of your life. And it's crazy. Cause I go to arenas now and I'm watching my son play and then you run into dads you played with. Cause you know, I've moved around a bit over the years and like there's, there's shed guys everywhere. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. I mean, even when I talk to Bryce, he's always like, well, yeah, I'm going to go skate with so-and-so because I played with him somewhere, somewhere, somewhere. And I'm just like, oh, well, that's great. You know, no matter where you go, you always know somebody. Well, and when you're into hockey still and like, that's what you're doing, you're, you're into it and you're doing your thing. And um, it's interesting when it's all over and then it's like, okay, time to, see family and we've been gone a long time. Like there's a lot of guys my age that start realizing how long they've been gone from home. Right. Like I I've been thinking about this because everybody I'm having to the sheds, a different conversation. I can't imagine how hard it is knowing where Bryce has played the last decade, how hard it would be for a mom to hardly ever see their son. Cause I'm, I'm going to have to go through that here at some point. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I, I would say that if you don't want you to keep your kids around, see them all the time, don't put them in sports because right. they're going to grow up and they're going to want to, especially if they're good, they're going to go other places and 
they're gone. I mean, he left when he was 15, 16 years old, you know, going in different places. And uh, it's so hard. How, so yeah, how, it's how hard was that? Uh, how, how was that? Like, because I remember the day I left home, um, I was leaving for Western Michigan. What was it like the day Brace was leaving? Because it does change things. That day you're leaving home is a monumental day in, in a person's life and the family's life, right? Oh. Yeah, most definitely. It was really, really hard. Um, but I was so proud of him too, you know, at yeah. one point because, you know, I I guess I know knew growing, uh, getting into this lifestyle of being a, a, a athlete's wife. And then all of a sudden now I have an athlete of a son that I'm going to have to go through the exact same thing that I just went through with my husband. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. but yeah. seeing your child go is even worse. Yeah, I hear you. It would be. Um, yeah. I yeah, I'm not looking forward to it, but I guess it's so keep them as close to you as possible. Oh, I do. I do as much as I can with them. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. So, anyways, sidetracked there. Um, so when you reached out there um about having a shed guy's mom on, and it was a different conversation, research team just got a little hot to see who I was talking to. <laughs> and then I saw a picture of the Winnipeg Jets wives carnival. They called it <laughs> a carnival of was, Jets yeah. wives. <laughs> what no, is that? it was not a carnival of Jets wives. <laughs> That's what the title was, of the article was called. <laughs> I know it was the first annual Jets wives carnival. They, it was a carnival to raise money for, uh their charity here and they, they still have it to phoenix they still have it in phoenix oh so, so you guys started a thing to raise money for charities and it was the yes, wives yes, doing yes. it i think that yeah that first year i think we had it uh, i think we raised over a hundred thousand well, dollars that's cool so, yeah it, it, it wasn't a carnival for the wives <laughs> <laughs> no, I wasn't sure what I was looking at there. Um, I could tell the hairdos were different than nowadays, you know. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, yeah. One thing I'd have to say though, because you would have been in the hockey game back in the day where you know you're married and um Pokey's got Bryce at home. FaceTime is a wild thing, isn't it? Like being able to video call each other, just like we do nowadays, just like we're doing right now. Yeah. I think it it's, it, it is because I went to Germany and we really weren't doing it. I really wasn't staying in contact and I kind of lost touch with a lot of people because of it. Right. Yeah. Oh, it's amazing this, you know, with FaceTime now, uh, when Bryce has gone, you know, and even my daughter, like she lives in Texas now too, and we're constantly FaceTiming. It's, and I'm just like amazed, you know, I'm in Canada and he's in Denmark or he's in the UK. Right. And it's like, you're right there. Yeah. I can like touch you. I know. So, it's like being yeah. in the shed with them. But back then it was just like a phone call and that was it. Right. No. And um, you're right. And the uh, phone call. It was like, yeah, there was like, like it was different than not even when I went to Western Michigan, hardly anybody had cell phones, right? <laughs> like, yeah, I don't even know if we had cell phones back then. Yeah. Um, so anyways, um, you stayed then in Las Vegas as Pokey's career bounced around everywhere. Like you had to, you have to set up shop for kids, right? There, they have, there has to be a home. And Winnipeg's well, pretty cold or what? <laughs> well, we did have a home in Winnipeg while he played here. And then when he got traded, we still still kept our house and rented it out to another Jets player. Uh, but then when he got his, and then we go to Cincinnati or Michigan or wherever else. Um, but when he got his contract with Las Vegas, we decided that uh, we were going to go to Vegas and we built a house there and we set up shop there and decided to raise the kids there and then after when he actually went after vegas somewhere else again i just the kids it was too hard on the kids because yeah. my son or bryce would cry because he'd have to leave his friends and so I, yeah and that's when once you start getting to those ages where like you really start yeah. getting tight with your buddies and then to think of starting over and trying to build those relationships again it's hard right yeah yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, no, I just stayed at home with the kids and he went to wherever he went to. And, uh, 
I was the single mom again. So. <laughs> yeah. No, and uh, hockey is a tough sport that way. Um, yeah. I'm sure it's so, like that with any athlete. I it, don't know. It is. And uh, I mean, my wife went through a lot through my career, right? And then <clears throat> like that plane ride home at the end of my career, where I've been in Europe for a decade, but I haven't made the money like I ever planned on making. And like, we have two kids. We're not doing that great when it comes to everything. And hockey's a dead end. I'm injured. And uh, she can't work in Canada because she's American. And I'm thinking, geez, I really took you down a dead end, <laughs> you know, after everything you yeah. gave up and followed me around and like, this is where we're at. <laughs> yeah. You know? Well, yeah. you got to love the game and you got to love the person that's playing the game. Yeah. And uh, I guess, yeah, you're, yeah, it's a tough gig that way. I remember my first year in the East coast when, uh, I'm in Dayton and I'm chatting with my line mate or one of my buddies, a shed guy. And he was like, oh, because Lisa's back at school. He goes, well, it doesn't work. Like, it doesn't work in our lifestyle. He's like, you can't stay with the girl from college. He's like, it doesn't work. He's like, the way we move around, the teams will go to, the places will be. He's like, it won't work. Um, and then I found going to Europe was the way it worked. Um, it was, you were on a year contract. You were there for the year. You don't move around. You don't go up and down. You don't play on HL, IHL. And it was really the only way it was, would have worked was what happened, I guess. And we just had our 14th yeah. wedding anniversary yesterday, I guess. Oh, <laughs> yeah. congratulations. Yeah. So that was a cool day. That was yesterday. So I guess it did work. I guess so. Yeah. I guess it's worked out. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, you should have her on as a shed girl. Oh, I've tried. I've asked. Not interested. Just like my mother. <laughs> well, maybe now after, maybe I'll get the ball rolling with all these right? girls and all these women. They can tell their sides of the story. Well, and I, there is a lot to tell about that side. What the gals go through, you see what goes on. It's, uh, yeah, it's a tough gig, but um, great people, and they're what make the hockey family. It's like you get the pictures with the wives and the kids, and, like, those are your hockey families. Like, I'm sure you're, you guys had couples and families that you were tight with, oh, yeah. there, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, we did. And uh, But it seems, you know, it was funny because uh, I always – I still to this day have a friend in, like, at every city – that we were lived in. Yeah. Yeah. Your yeah. person that you'd go to. And for me, there was also a restaurant, right. <laughs> that you always had to try oh. and go to every city. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Or you're, or certain things pop up in your head. Like you'll hear about Fort Wayne or whatever. And everyone's like, well, who would go to Fort Wayne? I'm like, that's my favorite place. I ever was, was in Fort Wayne because they and have that, the nicest people there. And I've heard that before. And it's crazy how, Everybody has the same opinions of places and it doesn't even matter at like when it happened. I've heard of that recently. I've heard of that a decade ago. I've heard Fort Wayne is a underrated, fantastic place to play hockey. Oh my gosh. Yeah. They, it's just fantastic. And Grand Rapids was just unbelievable. It's, you know, we moved into a house. Next thing I know, I've got cookies coming to my door. People are shelling my driveway and I'm like, Oh, this is great. Yeah, uh, there's you meet a lot of nice folks around the world when you get into hockey, don't you? Oh, I guess definitely. Yeah. I guess that's and how you know I what? started still this. My They're still my friends, even though I'm a nobody now. <laughs> <laughs> Aren't we all? Okay, <laughs> <laughs> um, so um, I guess I'm get on how we know each other. Um, I did post that I was having on. I put I I zoomed in on the Oilers logo and said um confirmed Stanley Cup coming to the shed <laughs> and that was you playing hockey eh <laughs> Yes 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 it was a charity hockey game it was the Oilers wives against the media against the media and uh, 
Yes, it was a, it was a it was a game before a game. I remember they were playing the Hartford Whalers back then. The Oilers were, and so it was the media was playing against uh, the um the the wives, and I actually got a hat trick that game, and the first star. So I was only ready to ever get a first star in the Edmonton Coliseum. <laughs> <laughs> Boom! <laughs> um, you got a hat trick and. Figure skates. I saw the skates. You're in figure yes. skates. Yes, yes, yes. I used to live be, uh, when we were growing up. I used to live beside a hockey rink. So me and my brothers, we just hop over the boards and clear the ice off and go skating. Right. Yeah, that sounds like Winnipeg. <laughs> yep. Well, outside of Winnipeg. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's probably pretty cold out there, eh? Yeah. Um. So. So the, the was, you know in the last my time I thought I played hockey but I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> well, it looked you looked like a player like when I zoomed in on that photo and you see the gloves and the stick like it was a nice old wooden stick. Um you looked like a player. Well, we were you know what and the thing is too is I got a picture of it and I was actually on the new on the end of the Oiler hockey game that that day too where they showed me they just zoomed in at me. I was the first star. I was just like this is just incredible for me. Isn't that nice when they people appreciate yeah, you? Yeah, I mean, your first I, star. I got a first star just like Wayne Gretzky did in the Edmonton Coliseum. That's right, <laughs> and I saw that. So Gretzky was the he had been traded the year before you guys got there, right? Eh? Yes, yes, a, yes. A lot going on in Edmonton that day eh? <laughs> because, and then you yeah. guys ended up winning the Stanley Cup. So then you guys were in um, Winnipeg. He gets traded off season is yeah. that right yeah yeah he got traded off season during training camp because that's when i heard on the radio right and then i looked it up and then that's the year it's bill ranford and grant fuhrer there but then yeah ranford plays all the playoff games and pokey plays one in the playoffs and um he gets uh he's uh, like right of, he's the backup goalie the whole playoff run to the stanley cup then eh yeah yeah, well, they had they had suspended Grant Fear during that year, so that's what they traded for Pokey to come there as a goalie because right. Grant couldn't play that year. Right, and I've seen that uh, documentary on Prime or whatever it is. Uh, yes. Yeah, and yeah. it goes into that. That's yeah. So um, I got you. So that's when they bring well, him in. Yeah. But what was it like being a wife of a guy winning the Stanley Cup? Because I just watched it last night. And the parts to me that stuck out were the announcer said people that win together, the teammates' relationships are different for the rest of their lives. And if people haven't noticed, <laughs> that's kind of what's made the shed was um, winning in a few or, diff or so different places and the relationships I have with people then spawned all this, I think. <laughs> Yeah. Well, I think for for me during that time, we were very, very superstitious. Um, so I would have to actually sit beside Bill Ranford's wife the whole time. <laughs> and I remember when, the, yeah. So the last game they played in Boston, uh, we were at Charlie Huddy's house and we were in the basement. And I remember all the girls saying, where's Melissa? Where's Kelly? They have to be sitting beside each other. <laughs> and So, so you're saying not just you were like that. Everybody was like that. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Everybody was like that. They're like, okay, where is she? Where is she? They got to sit beside each other. That's one thing I do remember. Players that. and yeah. wives Price or just, just wives? Pardon me? No, what? no, no. This was in, this, this was, we were watching the game at somebody's house and they were right. in Boston. So it was just the wives. I gotcha because, yeah, I, I can, I do know that's a bit different because when I, when we won in Elmira uh, with the Sugar Kings, for the Sutherland cup, there was a mom that we scored when she was in the bathroom. So then she started watching the games from the bathroom. <laughs> Serious. <laughs> the goalie's wife. Well, well, I, you know what? The funny thing is, I think that's what Pokey said when his mom was alive, that when he would go to the Toronto Maple Leafs, the, the gardens there, that his mom would sit in the bathroom the whole time. She couldn't watch him because she said if he got hurt, that she'd have to run into the ice and go and pick him up and get take him off. So she would watch. <laughs> she would just sit in the bathroom. 
Yeah, superstitions <laughs> are a thing in the game, aren't they? And it's not oh, just the players. Yeah. It's not just the players. No, folks. we're all we're all wackadoodles. We're all wackadoodles. And it's the same with the fans, right? They'll be doing weird stuff too. Thinking that oh, it's gonna ha- yeah. matter. Yeah, but you know, I guess I don't know if it's just fate or what it is. I don't know. But it was uh, a fantastic game yesterday. I was yelling and screaming, so I'm glad that they won. Yeah, that would have been a heck of a time in Vegas. Eight. All right. So where and what are you doing now? Well, I'm living with my mother back in uh, Lockport, which is by Manor- uh, Winnipeg. And because she has Parkinson's and I am her caregiver. Plus, I am also a CRA collections officer for taxes. So if you all got taxes, you better pay them. Oh, I'm sure we um, all pay. Yeah. We we all pay all of them that we're supposed to. That we all do our best to figure out how to do it right. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean. But that's what I'm doing now. And um. So you wish that last night you wish you would have been in Vegas though. Oh my gosh! Yes, all my friends were all watching the games. They were just like posting all these Instagram stuff on there. They're having yeah. their big parade on Saturday, and and you lived there for 25 years. You should almost get on a plane and get there. Well, my daughter's going there this week, so I'm going to have her buy me some Stanley Cup memorabilia. Yeah, I mean, it it would be nice. Like, isn't it? I mean, you're not there in Vegas to see, but you were there in Edmonton, and then he won somewhere else. But um, Fort Wayne. Fort Wayne. Winning changes everything. It brings cities together. It brings communities together. Um, and until you go through it and see what it can do, you don't get it, right? Yeah. Well, the the countdown last night was really funny because of countdown about the last 50, 60 seconds. I'm like, okay, this is what they're going to do now. This is what they're going to do now. Now, look, watch. They're going to throw their gloves up in the air. They're going to go and run to the goalie. <laughs> it was just like piecework, just like clockwork. Well, that, yeah, all those steps need to happen, but like, what it means for each individual and like those teammates that do it. And like, now that I'm a coach in minor hockey, winning trophies as a team, doesn't matter what league you're in. um, Yeah. It's such satisfaction. Right. And like to see those guys that do throw their gloves and go out to the goalie and like all the stuff that happens like they deserve that. They earned it. You well, know, they, they form a bond. They form a bond with each other during the season. And at the end, it's like, okay, look at it, it paid off. We did it. We did it. And well, they, and they all and they all do it for each away. other. Right. Yeah. And that's how that yeah. bond never goes away. Was that like it took every single one of them to win? It doesn't matter what the role was. It was that they they all have to do their job. Fantastic to win. And uh, and then the other thing is like, you see the people that are the leaders on the golden Knights. Now, Mark stone, never met him, never talked to him, but I can tell he's a shed guy. Like that guy just cares about his team and about well, winning. He's from Winnipeg too. Yeah. You can just tell he's just, yeah, he's a shed yeah. guy. Yeah. And like, yeah, but then cool. the guys that love mucking it up and just giving her out there, like that's who wins in hockey, you know, <laughs> that's, I don't know. Well, they came together as a team, not, you know, not just one person. So when they were as deep as they get uh, as, and the deepest teams win in hockey, I think, you know? So last time I saw your son. Okay. They, they, uh, they won the last game to stay up in the, the second league in Germany. And Richard Gelke, another shed guy, FaceTimes me from the locker room after they win the big game to avoid relegation. They FaceTime me and I got to have a beer with them while I was at my under nine gals year end party. And I tell you, that's how cool FaceTime is. And that's how small the world can be now that we have this technology like it can be used oh, it's for great. good right <laughs> it's it's awesome yeah it's super yeah but that was pretty well, cool to see them win i've had a beer with him and i haven't <laughs> um that was the last one i've time i've seen him um was back then and uh the only other times have been in the shed 
The only other okay. time I've met him in person, I got naked and did a pregame speech. Yeah, I heard about that. Yeah. I don't, I, and you know I'm what? sorry I about that. Like, it's, it's weird. No, no, it's no, weird. it's fine. It, it's great because you know what? I love listening to him because I hear a lot of stuff that I didn't even know about. So I listen to this show because I find more stuff about my son from you than he tells me. Right. <laughs> For sure. Oh, yeah. There's no way my mom knows all this stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I'm uh, like, I didn't know that you liked sweets. I didn't know that you liked this. Oh, <laughs> uh, it's, uh, but it's interesting. It's like, and it's kind of hits home, right? When I see my little fella being able to skate and stick handle and stuff is if your kids are really talented and good, then you don't see them for a long time. I, there was a debt. There was four years at Western Michigan and then a decade of pro where I wasn't home. So that's 14 years where you're not home for most Christmases thanksgivings yeah. anything you're 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 doing your thing and and then a lot of hockey guys end up finding gals wherever they are and um they don't ever come back like back back no no thank the lord for facetime right now all we need is face touch face touch <laughs> yeah so you can actually touch them <laughs> yeah. yeah you can actually feel them that, that would be <laughs> yeah um that was what was neat for me was when i went back over to cardiff was the guys i had only met in the shed like were coming up and giving me hugs and like i was finally getting the touch like hey we are buddies <laughs> you know <laughs> well that's on my bucket list is to go and see bryce play when he goes when when and if he goes back to europe that is my on my bucket list to go and and stay with him for a bit and and see him play there that would be that's my dream and my goal yeah that's what you you should do those are the memories you bring back with you was the, the times my parents came over like the kind of the times of the season that stuck with me was like we went and did that on that day and you know yeah um the rest of the year just kind of you play hockey and go to practice and then there's the times where people visit you that you remember you know yeah have you been able to get over there? Because there he's been to a lot of places. He's been a bit of a European whore, hasn't he? Yeah, he has. I can't ever keep track of where he's going to be. So, I mean, I wanted to go to Greenville, Greensville. Mm -hmm. But then yeah. he all of a sudden said the next day, well, I'm going to Germany. I'm like, okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then it's see you later. And those tri trips ain't cheap. I tell you, a trip to Germany, the flights and everything else is... It ain't a cheap trip. So it's tough when hockey oh, guys yeah. become hockey guys for a parent. Anyhow. Yeah, exactly. So, That's why we're having this talk is so through. people can finally realize the other side of the coin, right? Right. So maybe we can all chip in so we can send Bryce's mom. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That'll be our next shed initiative, right? <laughs> <laughs> we can raffle off a shirt. <laughs> okay um poster picks putting bryce in the stanley cup that was pretty cool eh so yeah. what's where's that that is that your day with the stanley cup where you can do whatever you want with it no actually i didn't even know about that until like i don't think folks even told me about that <laughs> um but the, that was at a party we had at esatikanen's house um there was everybody was there and that's where you put your kids i guess but i didn't know anything about you could have a day or week or whatever with the stanley cup but because he never told me about it so we never took advantage of it but right no so so that was at essa teakin's house is where bryce is in yeah. the stanley cup there yeah and then there was another one where we at glenn sather's house and then there was some that we did at the hockey rink um, at the when they did their pictures so yeah there's a couple of them when he's been in there but the back the one with me Pokey and Bryce that was the backyard of Esatikanen's house so a curious question because my son you know the Cardiff Devils did win the challenge cup when Colby was like two three years old 
and we did uh-huh. get after it right at the year end party he played some beer pong with us at Asatikanen's that day was everybody getting after it or not um no they were just chilling i guess is that right? Because you know what? I think they had already, most of them had already, had already won four of them. So it was just like, okay, here's another one. Right. That's true. <laughs> yeah. They had won four in a row at that point, eh? Yeah. And here's us. We're just like, woohoo. Yeah. First time. Here we go. And everybody else is like, well, four in a row. All right. Yeah. Here, here. Take your shot. You can have it. <laughs> That's true, though. I've went in four years in a row. It wouldn't. Yeah. Huh. Never thought of it that way. And you guys are the yeah. one couple that hasn't won it four years in a row. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I mean, it's still a good memory for, for him. And it's good memory for my kids to say, you know, that their father's name is on the Stanley cup. So no kidding. No, that's sweet. <laughs> Got to be a part of it. And you know, it's, it, it is a memorable thing that I'll never forget. Um, because I, I watched this game yesterday and I saw all these people and I'm thinking, boy, you know what? You're going to go to parties, you're going to have parades, you know, you're going to, you'll never forget this because now the city is so intertwined with you, with the community. And I think that big thing that happened in Las Vegas with the shooting, the mass shooting, they it's brought the whole city back together again now since the, they won the Stanley Cup. Um, it, To me, it's crazy what winning can do. I saw it. I mean, it, it firstly in Elmira, Ontario, when I saw it happen, when I was in high school watching these guys do it before me. And then I was able to do it later with my buddies. But then in Beatingheim, Germany, like I never would have guessed after we won how big of a thing it was. Like the community, the entire town was full of people celebrating winning the first pro championship in the, the area. And I just couldn't believe what it did to like, I, what ice hockey did as they'd call it Germany, ice hockey, but um, what it did for a town, what it did for a community. Like it brought so many people together and like, yeah, you see what towns are normally like, and then you see what they're like after a win where like everybody is friends. It's the way the world should be. Exactly. (laughs) Yeah. Because everybody has one thing in common then, you know, they were all fans and they all cheering for the same thing. Yeah. I have friends that when that now, since they got the golden Knights there, they did not like hockey at all. And all of a sudden they're just like the biggest fans ever and screaming and yelling and and they don't know anything about hockey but they just love the atmosphere and it it looked like an incredible atmosphere so back back when uh small world about this is i remember way back when i was a little bugger my parents went to vegas for like a weekend or something when i was a kid and they came back because i was into hockey with a las vegas thunder t-shirt for me and that's where you guys were then Yes. Yep. Yep. He was a thunder. Thunder. So that it wouldn't have been the same arena and atmosphere as nowadays. (laughs) Uh, Well, it was, they played in the University of Las Vegas, uh, the UNLV um, hockey rink there. And they, when they first started, it was great. I mean, people were just going crazy. You know, they had lots of fans and they had a lot of NHL players, NHL players as well. I think it's just per se because it wasn't NHL. They they was IHL, um, but it, they were big fans there too. And it did bring bring a lot of hockey there. It brought a lot of youth hockey um, to Las Vegas. Um, so you know, Bryce started hockey there, but we always had to go to like LA or Arizona or Salt Lake City to go and play other teams. So for Bryce to but, like, because Bryce would have been good as a kid. Like, yeah, how, 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 how is he, yeah, well, so how's he gonna get, um, like competition and what were his teammates like? Like, were they they, in Las Vegas back in the mid 90s? How were the players? I bet you they're way better nowadays. Um, well, you know, they had, um, there's a lot of good players out of there. A lot of them didn't stay with the hockey. 
Um, right. But they were good players. I know that there's a couple of people like Jason Zucker or whatever. He's playing for Pittsburgh and he came out of Las Vegas. And, Sorry. and there's, I think, guys, you know, playing for other teams in college or whatever. But I mean, it's a lot more now. I think that the, the Knights are there, that they've actually maybe put in more practice rinks and they're supporting more of the kids. There. It's just a different sure. thing, right? Being an NHL team compared yeah. to the other stuff it's it's yeah yeah. and the east coast it became right when bryce played there right so he would have played in his hometown he only played a couple games with the uh, wranglers there well like there was one year where he played like had to have been like 30 or something games i think but anyways he didn't play for vegas no i think he played like well i don't even know he was young then yeah, he's a suitcase, that guy, isn't he? <laughs> but all his teammates love him. And uh, I, 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 if I had a team, I'd be taking him, you know? Yeah, he's, I mean, he's super all around nice. Yeah. He's my son. What can I say? Well, he, but that's what he actually is. He's like an ultimate shed guy. He's just like, do anything for anybody. And then, like, when I, the other time I had him on was with uh, Mosey and Duggan. And like, those are two of the best dudes in the world too. So I think shed guys, yeah, no I shed think he guys, called you him know? his son or something. Yeah. I think was it Duggan that he called his, his son. They were all, <laughs> you were taking, he was taking care of him, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He lived with them. <laughs> they were watching the crown together. <laughs> Okay, here's some random questions for you for the small hockey world when the research team gets hot, okay? So when you're in Winnipeg, you guys were there for like three years, right? And um, you you guys are part of it. Were you part of it for three years then, basically? Do you know who Paul Fenton Uh, is? Yeah, Paul Nona Fenton. So his son, PJ, was my line mate in Beatingheim, Germany, and he... He's a shed guy. Yeah. And he's a scout for Florida and his old man works for Florida who almost just won the Stanley cup. Right. And uh, PJ was my, my line mate and we ran a muck team. Wasn't that good, but Paul Fenton, when he came over to see PJ that Christmas, I ripped his top off at the, or whenever it was, whenever the super bowl was, I ripped his top off at the bar. (laughs) Yeah so cool yeah i've met paul yeah no he played he played here when pokey was playing here yep and um one of the coaches was rick st Croix. yeah he was a goalie you knew that yeah yeah he uh he played together with pokey in uh the uh, ihl i think in fort wayne see so i'm just talking small hockey world chris st Croix sat beside me his son in Landshut, Germany, he was my stallmate, and he was the old German, older in Canadian German that was supposed to explain what the coach would say in German oh, wow. to English, and he ne- he would just say, "So just go out and play <laughs> every time." See, so we we know we, we know more people together now, right? And they say jeans are a thing, and I'm just trying to confirm that, folks. Jeans are a thing. <laughs> <You know? laughs> <laughs> because uh yeah uh, so the other guy the head coach was rick bonus yes yeah he was coach for uh he was coach when pokey was here can you believe the, he's still you know. a fucking coach that's a long time yeah he's like the ever ready battery he just keeps going going and going that is crazy how uh, like how into the game of hockey he's been for that many years so the way yeah. i know him is his son I believe his name is Ryan. We were both drafted the Brampton Battalion the same year. And I was the last pick overall. He was like round five, I bet. And Does he's he like for Ottawa Senators now. Yeah, he's like a big time guy with the Senators now. Yeah, see? Yeah. Yeah. So isn't it weird that jeans are a thing and we both know the same people and we've never talked yeah, before? <laughs> never. No. Bizarre, isn't it? So do you think after talking and, you know, joking around, do you think Bryce is going to be furious we talk tonight? (laughs) Probably. (laughs) Really? 
We haven't said anything know. bad, have know. we? It could be a good thing or it could be a bad thing. I think it's he's good. He's probably going to be like, he's probably going to be like, mom, why did you do that? Oh, do that, he mom. won't be like that though, because that you're a shed gal. And like, um, when you raise a guy like Bryce, like, I know you're going to be a dandy before I even met me yet. Like we had a couple funny texts Aww. before this, you know? I Yeah. So good no, stuff. I didn't tell my daughter or him because I know as soon as I would say something, one would tell the other ones and they'd be like, mom, don't you dare do that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And it's like, when are we not allowed to have fun? Right. Just because we're parents, no, we're not allowed to have fun for everything. And they're like, Shush, yeah, sh- yeah. Sh- you know what? We live the life too. We're allowed to have fun. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> um so speaking of fort wayne though what was that was the ihl turner cup yes champions turner cup. yes and um i guess he was the mvp that year so like yes what he was, was. was the part partying in the ihl better or this the fourth year with the edmonton oilers um well we didn't really party to begin with. Um, you, we weren't party people at the time. Okay. Um, I would say that we were more into it in Fort Wayne because it was a smaller community. And Pokey was just like a superstar then. I mean, I couldn't believe it either, right? He The way he was just, just led them through this. Um, it is fun Edmonton, being a superstar was, better than being like the backup, right? Yeah, exactly. So it was just like, okay, you still, you want it, but you really, you know, you're part of it. But right. when you were in Fort Wayne, he was, he was it. You, you were the guy. Yeah, I get it. Yeah. Yeah. I totally yeah. get it. And actually funny thing is, is in Fort Wayne, uh, they would ask me for autographs in the stand. Really? Yeah. That's cool. I'm like, what what the heck? So there was this one guy, me and this other guy, and I said, I'll have I'll have a contest with you. See who signs more autographs by the end of the night. I signed more autographs than this guy did. And you know what's cool about that story is it's kind of like my like the shed, how it's like below the NHL and it's those type of dudes. Is I think that's a fantastic story, and that's hockey is you guys were at the arena just having fun and that sort of stuff happens, right? Like, I don't yeah. know in the NHL, it's just different. It's so big. And it's so you don't communicate with fans. You don't talk to them. You don't interact with anybody. You you're, you go off on in your own area, right? Where in Fort yeah. Wayne, you're mucking it up with the fans, right? Well, yeah, you're seeing their side of it too, right? You've got your side of it being the wife, and then there's that other side of it being a fan. And you're seeing it through their eyes. So, And they're so into it. I'm telling you, they were just so phenomenal. They just treated you like you were a part of the family. Like dinners, everything. Just the owners, everything. It was just phenomenal. Yeah, I could see it and I've heard great things of Fort Wayne for years and I have no ties to them. I don't know anybody, um, but yeah, I've only heard good things and it's neat that how things start as they couldn't have been that old in the hockey game when you guys are doing that. And when an organization and a team wins, it starts changing things and they learn how to do it and they keep doing it. Right. And Anyways. I'm not being paid by anybody in Fort Wayne to say this. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Me neither. <laughs> right. Um, so next poster pick question. Okay. I'm all over the place tonight. You're with Bryce. He's got a white Sox hat on. Why would he be wearing a white Sox hat? Is he a white Sox fan? Do you know? Uh, yeah, I think, no, actually, I think he was at a game that day, and I think he told you this story, too, maybe even, that he went and he just bought a hat or something. I don't uh, even know. I know he lived in Chicago. He loved living in Chicago. And they went to a, a baseball game, and I think he bought a 
hat there or not at the game or something or somewhere else. I don't even know. But but the reason that picture's on your poster is because you got to see your son. And um, he I came to visit me. Yeah. And I totally get it. Like, um, man, it's to think about the day my kids are like, okay, time to head out. And then it's like, okay, when am I going to see them again? Cause like right now yeah. I see them every day and we do everything together. And it's like, what the hell am I going to do when they're not here? <laughs> you know? Yeah. Weird. You better start talking to your wife. <laughs> oh yeah, we do. <laughs> Just not in the shed. Yeah. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> um, Okay. Next poster pick. Your looks like it's an NHL barn. You got a leopard jacket on. What arena is that? Is that the Jets or the Knights? Oh, that's at the Win- that is actually at the Winnipeg Jets Arena, the new uh, arena. So is it pretty nice in Winnipeg nowadays? Is that nice arena uh, good nowadays, as opposed to when? Mm-hmm. When you guys played there, I guess when you were no. I'm from Winnipeg. Right. And so, so I, it, you know, what was interesting was when the jets first came back, like that, whenever that was, people were really excited about it. And I don't know if it's still the same. Yeah. I don't know how it oh, is. Oh yeah. They, they are extremely excited about it. Yeah. There's like, there's four alumni seats. So I, uh, I get two seats for free you do you get to go to the game yeah that's all right but you know what it's i like watching it on tv from now on no hockey's better live it's nice to get there yeah but when i don't know anybody that's playing it's kind of different i totally agree with that watching hockey when i don't know anybody isn't really that exciting to me no no i agree no. I, I need to know people. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, 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 you're right. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I got issues. You're right. I watching that game yesterday, I uh with Florida, I was just watching Zach Dolpe because like I used to work out with him and I just want him to win. But then I also was watching guys I could tell were injured and watching them trying to play hockey, knowing oh. how injured they were was pretty wild <laughs> you know well mark stone just coming back from back surgery and jack eichel had surgery i mean just to come back and walk is one thing but to play hockey yeah but then like there'll be guys playing broken stuff and they're gonna keep going because they're trying to win and yeah it's crazy what people play through I, wild yeah. especially when like you just start doing a normal job right just, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Anywho, next poster pick. Snows in the background. Looks like Winnipeg. Is Winnipeg like cold? Yeah. Cold? Uh, yeah. Very really? cold. Uh, so you've been in Vegas for twenty five years, but... and then you go back to yeah. that. Yep. Mm. I go from hell to heaven, heaven to hell. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, oh, that sucks. <laughs> um, okay, well, uh, the other poster pick I got, though, is when you're holding the Stanley Cup. You're standing there. It's not the one where Bryce is in it. You're just standing there no, holding the Stanley the Cup. Myself. Yeah. Where's that? That's in the front of S.A.T. house. <laughs> right. And so that looked heavy. Did it, is it heavy? It is. And that's funny you said that because... I know the dentist for the Las Vegas Golden Knights and he used to be my dentist when we were back there. And so he was holding the, the, the trophy after last night. And I said, it's heavy, isn't it? And he goes, Oh yeah, it is. It's like a 35 pounds. Maybe. Is that? Yeah. Well, it looked heavy. I don't know. I'm, I don't think I'm ever raising it, but it looked heavy. (laughs) Yeah, um, well don't say that you never know hey you never know right um but what's interesting for me is okay i think this is i guess this is close to the end is um i think it takes everybody to win 
I think to win championships, it takes the the players, but it takes the organization, the people that work for them. But it also takes the wives getting along and getting along. And if if problems are happening and there's sideshows and there's all that, people don't win. Teams don't win. And um, that's my experiences in hockey. Um, but then it's like where you come from, how you're raised makes you who you are. And then when you like we started messaging was like, if you raised Bryce Reddick, I know you're a shed gal and I know you get it. And it's like, you would have had a lot going on with all the traveling and everything else and trying to find a home for your kids. But like the way he is, the dude he is, the teammate he is. And like what I hear about him from other people is uh, like, I knew you were a shed gal. And that's why I was very comfortable having you on when we've never talked before. And I tell you, I wasn't wrong again. <laughs> oh, well, thank you. Yeah, I'm so, so proud of him. He is just, I'm very, very proud of him. And you know what? And you the should people be. That he's been around. He's great. Just awesome. He's been around a lot of great people too. So that's, that's makes a big difference too, you know? Well, Ed, but like, it's the people that raise you up and like how you're brought up yeah. just makes you who you are. And um, yeah, I, I thought it was neat and I think it's cool to get to see your side of things. And um, I know like my wife had to go through a lot with letting me chase my dream and passion. If you know, and it's like, it's a lot, the hockey game and all the different things you got to do. And um, it's crazy. And that's kind of how the shed happens. It's like, there is guys all over the world that have met gals, yeah. you know, and it's, it's crazy what hockey does. <laughs> yeah. And it's a very, very small world actually. But it is right. Like it's crazy. Yeah. 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 Somebody knows somebody yeah. that knows somebody that knows somebody. I, I got more written down, but I, I forget where they are. So, um, but yeah, like I could have got into more people that I thought you guys would know, um, but I didn't know, you know. So. <laughs> yeah, and it's funny, my daughter, you know, one time we moved to Calgary and my daughter, like, she'd be like, oh, mom, do you know so-and-so? I'm like, yeah, we played with them in Cape Breton. Well, I just met his son. Right. You know, <laughs> yeah. so yeah. somebody knows somebody somewhere. Well, and when you get into the, all the ta- teams and players you play with like every team um when you have good relationships with guys like they all go different places and do different things and it's it's a small small world when you grow up yeah. <laughs> but when you're young definitely. you don't really realize how small of a world it is <laughs> you know no not until you get older no and so, yeah my uh, kids are always like do you did dad play with so-and-so did dad play with so-and-so do you know so-and-so <laughs> <laughs> no but uh thank you so much for i couldn't have had a better i you know i wanted my mom to come on for episode 300 and she would have been the first shed mom <laughs> but she didn't want it so you know um i couldn't be happier and um you should be proud of the guy you raised um and- i am I I've never met your daughter, but I'm sure it's the same deal there. Um, and oh yeah, you know she's wonderful you, too. Yeah, you bring them up in sports and hockey and everything else, and there's a lot of stuff going on in parenthood. But you just do the best you can, right? <laughs> yep, exactly. And then all of a sudden they just leave you, never want to come back. Right? And then they leave you, and, <laughs> yeah. they, and then you cry. That's all you do later on is just keep crying. <laughs> right. Um. But no, seriously, thank you so much. And I hope you enjoyed this. And you know what? I hope Bryce enjoys it too, right? Because I hope he's not furious. I I hope Bryce will speak to me after this. (laughs) Oh, I'm sure he he better. Or I'll come over there. Right? Tell him he can't go in the shed anymore then. (laughs) That's right. Yeah, if he's mad about this, then he's not a shed guy. But I know he is a shed guy, so he can't be mad. Because I thought, I think you've done a... everything you've done you've done a great job and uh and thank you for coming on and uh thank you and this has been another episode of two ales and hockey tales with 
Ratchy and Wally. Some people clap on a one and three. Some people clap on a two and four. Some people don't join at all because they got no rhythm, and that's all right. Some people, they drink too much. Some people don't drink enough. Some people are just like me. I hope y'all forgive them. I'm like Scott and Tommy Goldbands. I'm like Pete Southtown, Zan Zan. I'm always speaking my mind when I'm better off by my tongue. I'm a bad show at the wrong time. Still, I'm a legend in my own mind. I'm good for some, but I'm not for 